An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, this is Rob Paulson, better known as Yapel and Pinky. And you're listening to PB Confidential. And Robert's with a reminder that Don Collier will join us at the top of the hour. Don Collier, star of The High Chaparral, The Outlaws, and many, many other film and TV westerns. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as we continue our look at this week in TV history. This particular segment originally aired in May 2011. You know, last time we, we, we talked about this week in TV history, mm-hmm. we were bringing up the Honeymooners. Yes. And then Donna brought up that if it wasn't for the Honeymooners, we would never have the Flintstones. So I find it kind of uh, coincidental that uh, the first one that I have on this list is actually uh, The Simpsons, because if it wasn't for The Simpsons, Simpsons we, we wouldn't, wouldn't have, I mean, The Flintstones, so we wouldn't, wouldn't have, have The, the Simpsons, Simpsons. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah, so it's amazing how it all begats and begats and begats. Yes. Uh, but this is May 20th, 2007. The Simpsons airs its 400th episode. How many shows have a 400th episode? You know, a, a primetime series. A, yeah. a, 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 as many as have uh, 20 primetime seasons and counting. Yeah, so did Law & Order make it to 400? Um, I don't think they made it to 400. No, but they, they must have come close. Yeah. Gunsmoke? Uh, I, I think Gunsmoke made um, Gunsmoke. I made three hundred something, something like that. Bonanza probably didn't come close. So The Simpsons was created by Matt Groening, whose comic strip Life in Hell caught the attention of a Hollywood producer named James L. Brooks. Heard of him? <laughs> and uh, yeah, who was uh, at the time uh, wanted a cartoon uh, segment for the Tracy Ullman show. Mm-hmm. Now. I remember we, it's still around, the L.A. Uh, Weekly, uh, and you had uh, other cities had their version of it, and there was a syndicated uh, s- uh, comic strip called Life in Hell, and there was another one, Ekbar and Jeff, and uh, Matt Groening came up with uh, those characters, and when it came time to take some of his work to television, uh, Matt did not want to use his iconic characters because he was afraid if something bad happened to him or if they failed, it would taint the uh, integrity of his comic series. So he did create these characters that we now know as The Simpsons. A lot of the names are names from his actual family. But uh, it is... What I find funny about The Simpsons is 
when they first came on the scenes in their in first came on the scene as their own series, kind of a spinoff from the Tracy Ullman show, there were a lot of groups, parents groups, religious groups, who really had a problem with these characters. In fact, I remember there were uh, schools that would not allow kids to wear Bart Simpson T-shirts. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 funny. I mean, and I, and I I remember that especially when they were in their um, uh. I would say I would say the prime uh, you know the peak of their popularity was the you know the, the from I would say from 90 through 95 96 yeah with with the Simpsons because we're, we're we're at a I was at a party with some friends the other day and while yes the Simpsons you know are still on and they will probably continue to go on because you don't have to. You don't have to renegotiate Homer Simpson's salary at the end of the season. And um, they don't get old. And they and they never get old. But uh, and again, we can we we can have a conversation whether The Simpsons is still relevant or whether it's The Simpsons is still as funny as it was, you know, ten you know ten years ago. Well, I think what's funny is they were controversial when they started, and they have in many ways become mainstream. Mm-hmm. Now, has the rest of society caught up with The Simpsons? That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> I th- I think at, I think you know the show is well thought out, mm-hmm. and I think some of the things that were the intent may have early on had shock value, and then people realized no, actually there is some redeeming quality to this show. Was part of the controversy the fact that this was an animated show, not really for children, but in many people's eyes, if it's animated, it is for kids. Right, but it, go, it goes back to The Simpsons. I mean, whereas The Simpsons, yes, it was written for adults and it aired in prime time. It, was, it, it sort of translated more to kids uh, because the, the, you know, um, the, the, the storytelling was, was, I mean, okay, you would have alliance that were Meant for adults, but it it played for kids as well. The Simpsons, not so much. I mean, that's that's really more of an adult type of show. Well, I think because Bart would say things like "I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you?" Right, and kids would repeat it. It was a bad show because you know kids. But Bart is you know a, a eight to ten year old boy doing stuff that eight to ten year old boys do. Right. He is not that different from Dennis the Menace, except for he will say hell and damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, but basically that's who he's emulating. Oh, and Dennis the Menace was sweet and lovable, though. Bart? Don't, don't ask Mr. You know, ask Mr. Well, yes, well, well with it. the exception of that one man who couldn't, couldn't stand him. But yeah. Bart? Bart? Bart has his... Bart has his moments. He has his moments, but a lot of, you know, we... we there were kids in the Little Rascals who did that stuff. Sure. I mean, Leave It to Beaver. You know, they would they would get into mischief. They would get into trouble. Now Bart would instigate and 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 maybe do some things and and uh, you know, but it wasn't horrible until you know they needed better storylines. But, no, no, but you 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 bring up a good point. I mean, I mean his 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 you know Bart's character is rooted in the classic you know. Um, I think it's part of a tradition of of little boys going all the way back sure. to silent movies. Yeah, part of the brilliance is in the sincerity of it. I mean, it's very truthful. The Simpsons are very honest. Yes. Well, I think that's what people eventually realized uh, uh, when uh, George Bush was uh, launching his reelection campaign, and and of course you know between. The Simpsons and Murphy Brown, that gave them a great deal of fodder, mm-hmm. saying we should have more shows like The Waltons than we have The Simpsons. And, you know, nobody was taking that very seriously. Uh, but I think people down the line, oh, Christian Life Magazine mm-hmm. had uh, 
eventually had Ned Flanders on the cover. Right. And originally, religious groups did not like the depiction of the neighbor Flanders because they said, well, why are, why are devout Christians depicted that way? Why are they depicting it that way? And then later on they realized, oh, well, you know, he is representing, you don't have, you know, a devout Christian represented on television That's other right. than The Simpsons. And they also realized, you know what, The Simpsons have their problems, but they're the only, and I think it might still be the case, they're the only family on TV that goes to church on Sunday. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, they have their problems, but they, you know, at the end of the day, they love each other. They have a strong family. Uh, you you never fathom Homer and Marge getting a divorce, and 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 they do have some sense of moral grounding, which is more than can be said for a lot of other shows. And I think the fa- the show Family Guy basically put this, helped put the Simpsons in perspective. Exactly. It, 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 and exactly. I mean, and it, if it, it wasn't for the Simpsons, we wouldn't have, have Family, Family Guy. Guy. The Simpsons is downright tame compared to Family Guy. Real quickly, um, you you uh, you, you mentioned uh, four hundred episodes. Uh, I just did a little quick research because after all, we are a full service radio talk show about television. Bonanza, um, which which aired only fourteen seasons, not twenty. Bonanza um, aired four hundred thirty. Wow. wow. Episodes. But keep in mind, that must have been about... Back 30, in the day when you were doing 30, 35 shows yeah. a season. Um, so, different so you math. Do, you yeah. do the math. And then Gunsmoke, which we brought, brought up in conversation. Gunsmoke had a whopping 635 episodes over its 20-year run. Amazing. Yeah, 233 uh, 30-minute shows in black and white. 176 60-minute shows in black and white, and then finally 226 60-minute shows in color, and one two-hour sequel. (laughs) Wow. So The Simpsons is in good company. Simpsons is in very good company, both in terms of episodic um, uh, length and uh, number of seasons on the air. And they did something, you know, I, I just to close out The Simpsons, they had No one will close out The Simpsons. Liz Taylor... (laughs) did a voice on The Simpsons. She was the voice of Maggie when Maggie said her first right. word. And that episode was done a long time ago. And uh, the Sunday after Liz Taylor's passing, they did do a memoriam after, you know, when the, when they cut to the credits, which they always do. Whenever somebody who has ever appeared on the show passes away, they show the cartoon character that they played. Mm-hmm. And then they would say a memoriam, and I thought it was very, you know, touching that they would acknowledge. Of course, the picture that they show is Maggie because she's the voice of, <laughs> of Maggie. And then the week after that, they aired the, uh, the Maggie's, Maggie's first, first word, word episode in, as a as a tribute. So uh, there's a lot of talented people that you know. Johnny Carson did a Simpsons after it was one of the few things he did after he retired. So there are a lot of people that would lend their voices, and some of them as themselves, some of them as as iconic characters. Uh, Phil Hartman, of course, was um, two, t- one of my favorite characters is Flanders. The other one is Troy McClure. Yes. <laughs> and he was Lionel Hutz, the attorney, and, and just, you know, very, very talented people lending their talents to that show. Childoftelevision.blogspot.com. Childoftelevision.blogspot.com. Also, storysalon.com. Donna's four-part novel series is now complete. Yes, it is. The last book, Fall Again Reunion, was published a few months ago. You'll see where the story finally ends. And to find out how the story begins and end, go to fallagainseries.com. Tony and Donna, we'll see you both next time. Next, next time. time. Don Collier of the High Chaparral will join us when we come back. Plus, we'll welcome back our friend Susan McRae of Share a Vision Radio. All that more coming up in hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us.
If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Linda Day George. Diane Cannon. Donna Mills. Richard Benjamin. Michael Bell. Joan Van Ark. Thank you so much, Joan. I, I really appreciate this. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again. Well, I hope so, too. And let me tell you, bravo to you. Kudos for doing your homework. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Hugs. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. You can listen to this show all over again as a podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcast, and wherever podcasts are found. Best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the TV Confidential podcast, go to the homepage at televisionconfidential.com and click subscribe now. Become a TV Confidential confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. Enter the coupon code CONFIDENTIAL when you sign up and you'll receive $5 off your first month's membership. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying, Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.